everyone, my name is Reagan. Welcome to Conversations with Sarah, with your host, Sarah Carnes. She's my mom. She's on the radio and TV and loves the Cleveland Browns. But one of her favorite things is connecting with you. She wants to help you live a healthy, happy life. I don't know how she does it. She even got me to love carrots and eat broccoli. Thanks for listening. How many of you have a list of people that you'd love to have lunch with someday? I don't know. Maybe it's like three to five people. I definitely have that list. <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to get them all on the podcast. Wouldn't that be awesome? Actually, one of my five is on the podcast today. You may not recognize the name, but it's someone that I've really grown to love, to listen to, to learn from. And I was introduced to him through a book by another person on my list. So Rabbi Jason Sobel, definitely on my list of someone I'd love to sit down and have lunch with and just ask a million questions. So since that can't happen right now, (laughs) he's all the way in L.A., Uh, Next best thing is a podcast. And like I said, the other person on my list who introduced me to him is Kathy Lee Gifford through a book. They wrote a book together a couple years ago, The Rock, The Road, The Rabbi. I want to say it's about two years old now. And the book has been just transformational for me. I must have just picked it up at the right time when yeah, God's time when he when he knew that I was in just a pivotal point in my life where I wanted to learn more. You know, I love going to church and getting, you know, something that's inspirational. But I'm a history buff. I have always loved knowing the root of everything. I mean, maybe that's why I say maybe that's why I love functional medicine in that um you really get to understand the root of why things are happening, not just the surfacey stuff and how to fix it. I really, I, I, I want to know it all. I want to peel it back and see how things started from the very beginning. So that's what this book is basically all about: the rock, the road, the rabbi, and it really just takes a spiritual journey of all of the stories that we've heard in the Bible from Jesus's birth to David and Goliath um, to uh, name it, it's there. And the deeper, richer stories behind it. You know, we know the surfacey stuff, but um, for Jesus's birth, for instance, uh, why the swaddling clothes? For forgiving someone 70 times seven, why 70 times seven? Why not 50 times 10. (laughs) What's the significance? I'll tell you this and what I've learned. If there's any detail in the Bible, it's there for a reason. And Rabbi Jason Sobel is a follower of Jesus. He's a Jewish believer. He's a messianic rabbi, and he works with Kathy in uh, together to write this beautiful book about all of those stories and the richer meaning behind them. And I've, I've become such a huge fan. I asked him on the podcast again today. Like I said before, definitely one of my five. And I'm pretty excited because Kathy Lee would be my other one. I'm really trying to get her on the podcast. Really, really trying. And then um, another person on that list is going to be uh, do, I'm going to be doing an interview with him in June. So I can't wait to share that with you. Another author that you probably will know. I don't want to give it away quite yet, 
but I always say his book should be required reading for everybody. <laughs> so that's my little tease for the one coming up in, in the beginning of June that I'm really pumped about as well. So today, The Rock, The Road, The Rabbi, get the book. Um, if you head over to conversationswithsarah.com and shop my faves in the book section, it is there. Grab it. For me, reading the Bible in the original Hebrew text has really shown me that there's so much more to the stories in the Bible than we've ever seen before. I, I always say you have to understand what the Bible says, not what you've been told the Bible says. So I really hope you enjoy this today. Without further ado, oh, and Len is joining me on this, uh, my co-host in the morning, because oh, he's a huge fan too. So he's joining me on this as well. I hope you love it. Here is Rabbi Jason Sobel. Have you been searching for a deeper faith? Did you know everything in scripture, all of the details, they have meaning? I'm so excited to introduce you to someone that I've been learning so much from. His name is Rabbi Jason Sobel. He's a thought-provoking leader. He's a Jewish follower of Jesus. He's co-founder of uh, Fusion Global, which is an organization really dedicated to um, learning more about Jewish roots and scripture and and he is the co-author of The Rock, The Road, The Rabbi with Miss Kathy Lee Gifford, the book that started it all for me. So thank you so much, Rabbi Jason Sobel, for taking some time to chat with us today. Shalom. I'm so excited to be here with you all. <laughs> it, it is nice to talk to you. Your books and what you talk about are often a subject of our conversation in the studio at our radio station. And something I just wanted to talk about was the Bible in general, because it's come alive reading your books. And it seems like in our country, there was a time when everyone revered the Bible. It was considered a holy book, a sacred book. People would swear by the Bible, but a lot of that has changed over the years. And now I think people just look at the Bible as another book, or some people do. If you would, maybe we could begin our conversation by just talking a little bit about the Bible. Why is it important to understand that the Bible is a divine book, that it's a sacred book, and that it's just not another book? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, very, very practically, you know, we can talk about the foundation of Western civilization and uh, America in particular that was founded on Judeo-Christian values. And so the moral foundation, the constitution, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, endowed with their creator by certain inalienable rights. That is a biblical worldview, that man is made in the image of God, and therefore everyone is worthy of respect and is valuable. That's not universally accepted. There's a lot of places around the world where that is not the case. And so I think the moral and the spiritual foundations of our nation is predicated on this perspective. And I think that's why there's such an attack on the scriptures, because if you can move people away from them or undermine the authority of the scripture, then really you're destroying the foundation of what's made uh, our nation really great. And, uh, and, and that's not, and of course, there's the transformational power of scripture, of renewing your mind and of, of the transformation that comes through the scriptures and all the 
we could talk about all the spiritual blessings that result. So there's, there's a lot of reasons why it's important. So I got to say, um, I was right in a pivotal point in my life when I picked up this book and it really started such a transformation in me. I feel like we've read the Bible stories uh, a lot of times. You know, we know the story of Jesus's birth. We know the story of Daniel. Um, it, it, we know all of those, but it's brought such a deeper, I heard you say one time that it's like watching a TV in high def, not on standard def. And there's so much more to these stories than we've ever seen before. It's really helped me connect my faith from Old Testament to New Testament. Um, I always pe- tell people, you've helped me connect the dots to my faith. And everything is so much clearer now that I'm reading the Bible in, in this form, in the original Hebrew form. Can you give me one of your best stories of connecting the dots? I've heard the 70 times seven. I've heard, you know, why were there five stones thrown at Goliath? There's, every detail has meaning. What's one of your favorites? Yeah, I mean, one of my favorites has to do with the miracle of the six stone pots. You know, why were there six stone pots when Jesus did the miracle of the turning the water into wine? And how does that connect to the larger story? Well, in Jewish thought, man was created on, well, biblically, man was created on the sixth day. In Jewish thought, we fell on the sixth day. We lost six things as a result of the fall. So Jesus, Yeshua's Hebrew name, comes to reverse the curse. And he, and he, what did he, does, he does the miracle with six stone pots. He also dies on a Friday, which is the sixth day of the week as well, because he's the second Adam. He dies on the cross. Why? Because we stole from the tree. So God puts back on the tree for you and me to undo the curse and restore the blessing and the connection between heaven and earth. Wow. I know. I mean, that's what I'm telling you. It's like stories that we've read and read before, but there's so so much deeper meaning. Yeah, we talk about numbers all the time. Sarah and I talk about numbers, and there were just things that were brought to life by reading your books. Like we know seven is an important number in the Bible. Seventy is an important number. Twelve is an important number. I just want to throw a big number at you that's referred to in the Bible all of the time, just to maybe get everyone watching today excited about digging deeper, because numbers mean something much different in Hebrew than they do when we just read our English translations of the Bible. So tell us about the number 40. Yeah, I think even before I say that, I think what's really, one thing that's important to understand is why numbers are so important. Yeah. Because God creates in the very beginning, the heavens and the earth. And there's a lot of people who are like, they'd read the creation account and they're like, oh, come on, that's just a myth. God spoke the world into existence. We have science today. We know that can't be true. But if you understand the brilliance of how God created and how he designed the alphabet, which is at its alphanumeric, so letters and numbers are interchangeable, when God speaks the world into creation, he creates heaven and earth. The words form the structure and the blueprint of the spiritual laws and aspects of creation. But those words having numerical value actually forms the mathematical scientific aspects of creation, which is what we read about in studying the laws of physics. So God speaking the world into existence can not, doesn't contradict with science. It actually, because of the way the word is written, it goes together, it complements it. 
because speaking the words also is the mathematical structure of the creation itself. And so not just the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, but also the Greek, which is what the New Testament was written in, are both, both those alphabets are alphanumeric. So both the old and the new are designed that way, and I think that's significant. Now, wow. getting back to your question to the number 40, 40 yeah, 40 is a very significant number. I mean, one of the things that 40 is, is it's a number of transformative transitions. And Moses transitions at three stages in his life. 40 years old, flees Egypt, becomes a shepherd. At 80 years old, 40 years later, is called by God to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt into the promised land. He's also on the mountain three times, 40 days and 40 nights. It's also a number of testing. It says, God God says to Israel, you tested me these 40 times in the wilderness. Jesus uh, ascends to heaven. The ascension happens on the 40th day of what's known as the counting of the Omer, the time that we're in the 50-day countdown from Passover to Pentecost. So, so 40 is a number of transformative transitions. 40 is a number of testing. 40 is a number of uh, encounter with God. So there's a lot of different uh, meanings of the significance of the number 40. So what do you think? It's the year 2020 with all this going on. 2020 is 40. Is this a year of transformation for us? I, I, well, I think, it's, I think it's a year of transformative transitions. I think it's a decade of transformative transitions. I think we're moving out of the old and into the new. I think God is shaking things up, and there's, we see that going on around the world. And I think God is wanting to wake his people up so that we can step into our, the full promise and potential of what he has for us. And so, yeah, I, I agree with that. So I love the numbers stuff that you do. I'm going to continue <laughs> on the numbers. One of the other things that I love is the story of why 70 times 7? Yeah, it's a significant number. We know the story. Peter comes to Jesus and says, how many times do I have to forgive? Up to seven times. He thinks he's super spiritual. Jewish tradition says you have to forgive three times. He's like, I'll double it and add one right? The number of perfection, 70. Look how perfect I am in my faith. And uh, Jesus is not impressed. He says, no, not seven, but 70 times seven, which equals 490. Why does he choose 490? If there's a detail in the scripture, like you mentioned, it's there for a reason. 490 is the numerical value of nativity in, in Hebrew. It's also the numerical value of Bethlehem equals 490. And Bethlehem means house of bread, and bread and forgiveness are connected in the scriptures. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. At the Last Supper, he broke the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. So when we do communion, we remember his death with the broken bread and the forgiveness that he brought. And so 70 times 7 is also the number of perfect, to, to be perfect. Because we can't be perfect in our faith unless we're willing to forgive. Mm. So when we withhold forgiveness from someone, it's like we're telling a dying person to, like a starving person to go and die. But when we forgive, it helps us grow and perfect our faith and to be complete. 
Yeah, that's one of my favorites. And there's more, but we won't go there. Daniel chapter <laughs> 9, 490 years. There's more. Sarah, you were telling me, um, well, I like the idea that every if there's a detail in the Bible, it has significance. You were even telling me something about the stones and the story of David and Goliath. Yeah, I was telling him, if you, I love that story as well. I was saying, you know, and there was a reason he picked up five stones. Do you know that? And Len's like, no, I've never, I never knew that there's a reason for the five. Just five stones seemed like a good number, right? Right. He's got five fingers. Some say <laughs> Goliath had four other brothers. That's the uh, traditional interpretation, just in case. No, but in Hebrew, the letter, the number five is represented by the Hebrew letter hey. And part of the reason why that is significant is because biblically, when God creates the world, he creates it by the hay, by the breath of his mouth. And actually in the creation account for the word barad to create, there's one place where an extra hay is added, which is grammatically incorrect, but it's alluding to the fact that the psalm says the, the, the hosts of heaven were created by the breath of God's mouth. Well, what is the sound of the breath? It's the, it's the, it's the sound of the hay. It's the sound of the huh. And then we also see that and so the hay represents God's creative power and potential. Abraham and Sarah can't conceive until God changes their name. He adds the letter hay, which is equal to number five to both Sarah's name, Sarai, to Sarah, Abraham, uh, Abram to uh, Abraham as the letter hay, because they need the hay, the supernatural power to conceive and to overcome and to do what's impossible, having a child in their own age. In the Psalm, Psalm 82, the letter hey is added to Joseph's name, and David picks up the five smooth stones because he can't overcome Goliath in the natural. He needs the power, the breath, the spirit of God to be able to overcome this enemy who is symbolic of chaos, which goes back to creation and God bringing order out of chaos and uh, birthing life in the good. It's so, wonderful. Lots of connections. <laughs> well, it, just, it, it builds confidence, you know, to our faith in the scriptures and what God has revealed when you know those insights. I know, but then I was so bummed that my mom spelled my name S-A-R-A and not with an H. I feel like... <laughs> well, no, no, it's okay because it's Sarai. You still have the change of the name. <laughs> okay. Right. We can't afford to change all our promotional materials. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I Rabbi wanted- Sobel, you have a, a brand new book, and I love the title of the book because I think we're all ready for a breakthrough. So tell us about the book, Breakthrough. Yeah, we're so excited about the new book, Breakthrough, about living out of the overflow. And I believe that we have entered into the Hebrew calendar of the year 5780, 80 in Hebrew is the first letter of the word for breakthrough. And I believe this is a decade where God doesn't want us to be boxed in. He doesn't want us to be confined. He doesn't want us to be restricted. He wants us to break through. This is meant to be a season of expansion. And the, the number 80 is written with the letter pay in Hebrew. Pay is related to the Exodus from Egypt uh, Passover begins with a pay. Pharaoh begins with a pay. God called Moses 80 years of age, 40 times two, by the way, as we talked about. And so this is a time where God wants you to come out of Egypt. 
<laughs> and to break through. I love that. I also want to mention too, because we've been talking a lot. We actually talked with Dallas Jenkins a few weeks ago, and we've been talking a lot about The Chosen. We're huge fans, and you were a part of that as well. Um, Can you just tell us a little bit about the, I think it's so important to have someone like you involved uh, for the accuracy of of the Bible and to have have those Jewish roots shown like they maybe haven't been shown before. How important is that to, to get out into our culture? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think God calls us to be a light to the world. And today it's the light of literally the light emanating from uh, the TV and from the, the screen and from media in general, that's going to change the world. Nothing changes culture. Nothing transforms and touches people like the various forms of media. And that's why I'm so excited to be involved in The Chosen, Have was involved in it from the very beginning, even before it started to film, where I took the, some of the Dallas and some of the, the crew to Israel, and we went to some of the biblical sites and discussed kind of the background of what was going on there. And uh, I just recently got some more season two scripts to start looking over. So I'm excited to start reading and to see uh, where it's all going to go. I don't even know yet, but I'm excited to learn. That's wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. I think our faith today, like never before, needs to go both wide and deep. and, And you help us do that. So thank you. Yes. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Again, new books coming out, Breakthrough. I'm very excited. You can pre-order it now, and then it comes out at the end of the month. I'm also a huge fan. I got to say, if you haven't read this one, uh, read this one as well. And um, you can find uh, Rabbi Justin Sobel on all social media and stuff as well. So thanks again for sharing some time with us. Hey, it's great being with you. I appreciate it. You guys are a blessing. (laughs) Keep up the awesome work. (laughs) 